Hey everyone, welcome back to Capital Chatter. I'm your host, Violet Ravenstill. And I'm Emerson Wimswick. So Hannah couldn't be with us today because she's recovering from a cold that she got from a kid at work. Um, so she she is not here. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, but so this week we're reading chapters three and four. I don't really have any announcements um, because I think what we're going to do with the whole polls and everything is, I think we're going to announce the polls like two weeks after we publish them so people have plenty of time to cast their votes. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to let the poll from like last week like i'm gonna let it keep running until next week um well it'll keep running but i'll announce the result like you know whatever also um this week well we're not really gonna be playing trivia because i know all the answers to the trivia questions but it's more like emerson has won every single trivia game we played um and so we're gonna sort of test her knowledge of does she remember the trivia question so we're gonna be doing um it's gonna be some of the questions from previous rounds of trivia to see if you retained the information. So get ready, Emerson. Um, okay. Also, there was one other... I was going to say one other thing. Oh, so we have... Um, we have winter break coming up for us. That means, like, Christmas, New Year's, all of that. So we have winter break coming up, which means... I'm not quite sure what our schedule will be. I don't know if we'll fit in and out. It's, it's going to be a little wonky. Because, like, mm. next week, it just... We'll kind of have to play it by ear, but so listeners, just be don't be too surprised if we don't have episodes certain weeks. Like I just have no idea what's going to happen. We have to discuss that, um, and yeah, so just be ready. But then, like after New Year's, we'll be back to normal again, and then we just have a giant long stretch until like spring break. So yeah, all right. Chapter three summary. Katniss has a hard time sleeping. In the middle of the night, she has a conversation with Prim. Prim tells her that she should bargain for things in order to be the Mockingjay. This makes Katniss feel better. In the morning, she eats breakfast, breakfast, then goes to command. There she tells them her stipulations to be the Mockingjay, and they agree. Plutarch gives her a notebook with some of Cinna's designs for her if she were to say yes to being the Mockingjay. They go find her prep team, which have been rescued from the capital. But instead, they find them chained to a wall in a prison. Takes a really dark turn there. Everything's going so well, and then it's like... Yeah. Okay, so first of all, like, again, something that I just love about the... Like, well, I don't know, Katniss and Peeta's relationship is, like, when Katniss is up at night, and then she's, like, taking comfort in Peeta's pearl and, like, rubbing it against her lips, and... Like, it's just so sweet, and it really shows how much she misses him, and, like, how much even that small gift, like, means to her. So, like, it's just a pearl, but, and some people I feel like would brush stuff as, like, oh, it's just a pearl, but, like, it's so much more than a pearl. So, it's really sweet. Hooray. Okay, also, so I feel like Prim has grown a lot. Like, in the first book, Mm -hmm. she basically did nothing, and then in the second one, she started to grow up, like, we see her help heal Gale and everything, so she's becoming more of a healer. But here she's, like, a really, like, mature person. And it makes me sad because she's only, like, 13, right? Well, no, because in the first games, she was... She was 12. In the second games, she was 13. And this is after... So she's, like, 14? 14. 14 or 13. She's, like, in that little... Yeah, I feel like maybe she could be, like, almost. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, like, it's depressing. But, like, she has an interesting character arc because she definitely starts out extremely helpless. But I feel like if you took the prim that she is now and put her back in that original situation, I feel like she would definitely be a stronger person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she'd be able to, like, hand, handle everything better. But it's sort of... I think it's interesting because I sort of see, like... You know, when... Like, because Katniss's dad dies, right? And I feel like Katniss's dad died probably around the age that cat like that prim is when the books first started mm-hmm. and so like that was like a big event that made katniss have to grow up really fast versus like here it's sort of the same thing happening except the big event is that katniss has to go into the hunger games yeah it's sort of like the same thing also um prim is really smart like she definitely she she's she's smart um and i feel like making a deal with them is definitely the right move because like what are they gonna do they can't really say no to her 
because they need her to be the Mockingjay. Like, they can't just pick someone else. So, yeah, I, I definitely think it's smart. Emerson, if you were Katniss and in her position, what would you ask for? In Katniss's position? Yeah. I would ask that Buttercup be... Uh, that Buttercup be allowed to stay. Yep. Um, because it's Prim's comfort animal. I would ask that PETA be pardoned, honestly, yeah. after it's over. Um, I would probably ask, like, if I could help with, like, the hunting and the cooking and stuff. Yeah. But I probably wouldn't ask for help from Gil. Same. Probably. Because... Oh, you go, sorry. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say that because after, like, she mentions Gail, they're like, so do you want him to be presented as your new lover? Like, <laughs> is that, so, like, I would, if in that situation, like, I would want to distance myself from Gail as much as possible because, you know, if PETA in reality is my love interest, then I wouldn't want people even, like, associating me with someone who <laughs> Yeah, also just, like, from a point, like, okay, maybe even Katniss does. Like, maybe Katniss still can't decide between the two of them, right? But, like, Katniss still cares a lot about PETA. And, like, having Gail presented as her new, like, love interest, like, if they're then together in, like, propaganda and stuff, and PETA sees that, like, imagine how much that will hurt his feelings. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, like, as Katniss, I couldn't do that to him. Even, like, if I didn't like PETA, like, I'd still be like, no, but, like, I'm going to just wait until he gets back. One other thing that I'd make a stipulation if I was Katniss is I would ask that they actually try to, like, rescue PETA. Mm. Like, I'd be like, I'm not going to be the Mockingjay if PETA's not here. You know? Yeah. So. Okay. All right. So So they have, like, breakfast. And the way that the breakfast is perfectly calculated for each individual person is so fancy like even though district 13 seems like a really boring place to live but this kind of technology seems so cool because first of all that i feel like that'd be a lot healthier for you if like your i don't know whatever your cereal dispenser like knew what you were going to do that day and then like gave you the right amount of food for it but then also like it could just help with food distribution and starvation because like so many people eat much more than they need to and others like don't have enough but if it was just sort of like everyone ate what they needed to and they didn't want anything else like if they grew up that way like this is what i need and this is what i eat like then i feel like that could solve a lot of problems you know yeah what do you think of this technology um i well i um i definitely think it was interesting that like she said it seems stricter than the capital, like, because how everything is, it has to be in specific portions, and everything has to be, like, exactly right, I think that's interesting, like, how she, like, how she thought it was more strict than, than the capital, when really, I think it's just more organized, like, yeah, I, I don't okay. think it's quite as strict, I just think it's, like, a more organized system. Yeah, yeah, they definitely, like, make sure that everything is equal for all the citizens which is nice versus like district 13 maybe you get to control your own food but it also means that other people who can't have that like can't find ways to get food just don't get any so it's like yeah equity over equality yes wait what yeah equity over equality like oh equity. yes okay i was like very confused for a second but yes 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 yes, yes. yes. All right. i just heard like equity over equity and then I was like uh I I don't know what I thought you were yeah okay um so we guys the recipe alerts are finally back so recipe alert page 17 porridge for the poor in Spartan district 13 where there's no pleasure found in food and the motto is waste not want not porridge or hot grains is an understandable and efficient breakfast would you eat this I mean with the way it's described like no pleasure is not found in food or whatever yeah 
But also, I like oatmeal. I do not like oatmeal. So I would probably pass. But, like, that's just... I just... Something about it, it's, like, weird. I also don't like cereal when it has milk in it. That's weird. Yeah, I just... I don't know. I don't like it. Emerson, do you want to read the second recipe alert? Sure. Sorry. I'm drinking hot cocoa. You're good. Um, <clears throat> recipe um, alert. Page 72. The district's, District 13's mashed turnips. In District 13, what you see is what you get. And the food eaten is the district in this district represents the stark mentality. So when Katniss sees her vegetable of the day is mashed turnips, that's exactly what it is. Luckily, the butter and cream in this recipe adds for some pleasant taste to what could be an unpleasant dish. What would you eat this? Um, I don't know. I've never had turnips before. Same. I don't know. Like, if it's kind of like mashed potatoes or like mashed sweet potatoes, I feel like I would be on board. But if it's like mashed carrots, like, I don't know what turnips taste like or they're consistent. Like, I don't know what, I don't know enough about turnips. So, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. Oh, we kind of just discussed this already, but, like, yeah. Um, Personally, I would maybe just implement, like, this... I mean, if this technology existed in today's world with the whole, like, food controlling thing, like, maybe it would irritate me sometimes where I'm like, I just want to eat some cake. But, like, for, like, regular meals, I would implement it just because I feel like it would help me stay in shape, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yes. I'm obviously drinking hot chocolate right now. Yeah. Um, so, like, if that were a, like, a thing in today's world that, like, it limits your, like, what you're, what you're allowed to eat, then, like, I guess I would kind of be disappointed, but already, like, in my family, we have, like, designated days where we can just eat junk food. On the rest of the days, we have to, like, try and kind of be healthy. Oh, fancy. Yeah, so I feel like you could adjust to that. For me, it would sort of be, like, I would follow it loosely. Like, I'd be, like, okay, I'll eat this specific amounts for breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever. But, like, I would also have snacks. Yeah. So... Maybe it would be the kind of thing where it's, like, I mean, like, modern, right, Mm -hmm. not District 13, where you can have, like, your breakfast, lunch, dinner, one snack, one dessert. Yeah. Like a slightly less strict version. Okay. Um, So, moving on. Um. So I really like that Katniss is finally getting involved in the rebellion because up until this, up until this point she's kind of just been like a bystander like oh like I was just dragged along on this but I'm glad that she's taking a stand and getting involved and starting to help because she's a powerful female and I know she has a lot to offer so it's good to see her doing that because she definitely can make a difference so yeah. I'm glad that she is trying to Also I think that Katniss killing President Snow would be good closure for her. You know, like, she's been through so much specifically, and she really puts all of the blame on him. And it, it is his fault, but, like, it's the Capitol's fault in general, so it's like, but she just sort of places all that on him. So I feel like her killing Snow would be a really... I don't know if... I don't know. I don't know if revenge is the answer, but... At least she she seems to think it is, so. Well, I mean, he has kind of done a lot to hurt her, and so I feel like she has a lot of resentment towards him. Yeah. I actually have um, an outside connection. Spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen, like, the last three episodes of Avatar The Last Airbender. So you know the episode where Katara and Zuko go on the trip to find the person that killed um, Katara's mom? Yeah. And, like, how Aang is, like, you shouldn't kill him. This is just revenge. And then they get there, and then Katara doesn't kill him kill him or whatever. Yeah. I feel like Katara's kind of Katniss in this situation, except she might kill him. Yeah. Because I feel like 
Katniss is a little less peaceful than Katara. Well, yeah, and also there's a lot more death in yes. her games than there is. Yeah, like, yeah, very true. Yeah, like, Snow orchestrated the entire, like, Hunger Games, and he killed, like, yeah, he killed Sen- He killed a lot more people than just one mom, so. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm Good. a cow. <laughs> I guessed as much. Okay. Oh, oh, wow. There's, we're going to talk about a cat. Okay. Um, so the fact that, like, the first thing she asks for is for Buttercup, Buttercup to, like, stay her cat or whatever. And so the fact that, like, even this just, like, small request sparks a whole discussion just sort of foreshadows how big of an argument it's going to get to when she asks for PETA's, like, immunity. And I think it sort of does a good job of creating suspense as she, like, goes down the list, like, blah, 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 you know? Yeah. So... I think we're going to discuss sort of every single item on the list and what we think of it. So the first one is she asks for to keep Buttercup. And I feel like this makes sense. I don't see that there's a lot of negatives to it. So, like, yeah, it, it makes Prim happy. And overall, like, he's a good cat or she. We never know. Is Buttercup a he or a she? Um, I don't know. Whatever. We'll just say it. Yeah. Overall, like, it's a good cat. And I don't see why they wouldn't keep it, so. Well, yeah, and also, but, like, the, I don't also, I don't see the downs for District 13 either. Yeah, exactly, like, okay. Like, they could even just be like, oh, like, Katniss, you just have to give him, you have to take the food to feed him out of your own breakfast. Yeah. And, like, she would be fine with that, so. All right, so next on her list is her being able to hunt. Also, I feel like this is a pretty reasonable ask. There's definitely more security risks because if there was a hovercraft, like if they saw her, like if the capital saw her. Um, but like since the food is going to go towards the kitchen, like she's basically just helping 13 by giving them food. Mm-hmm. And like I can't imagine that they have much meat. Because like how would they... Oh, unless they have, like, indoor animal pens. Water. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, fresh, like, interesting meat. Because they probably, like, maybe they have cows or something. I have no idea. But, yeah. All right, so then we get to the whole conversation about Gale. And, like, do you want him to be presented as your new lover? Uh, Like, the way the coin just, like, says that is so weird. Yeah. And especially, okay, like, especially because he, Gale is in the room at the time. It's like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, sorry, it's, it's, sorry, um, weird because he, like, like, when they come, when she comes in with Gale, like, everyone's kind of, like, looks at him for a sec, but then they're, like, they don't, like, really talk about it, so, like, they're just kind of like treating him like I don't know. Yeah, they're kind of just like ignoring him. They're like, "Oh, Gail is just Katniss's sidekick. Like he doesn't care." It's funny. Well, like mean, he kind of is Katniss's. Sidekick. He kind of is. Fair enough. But like, it's just funny how they're not even asking for his opinion. Like, Gail, do you want to be presented as Katniss's lover? Like, they're like, Katniss, what do you think? And then well, like, um, Katniss, ha- Katniss is the one who has to be like. True. True. But, like, if, if she were to say yes and then Gail's like, uh, no. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just awkward. And if I were Katniss, I would be dying inside. I would literally be like, just stop this conversation. Also, like, the fact that they're like, well, it's true that Katniss is pretending to have Peeta's baby. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, like, they're acting as if like PETA just doesn't even like yeah they're basically they're just like ignoring it's just it's not the greatest also I think it's so funny that they're like we should present Gail as your new lover when Katniss and PETA are like secretly married like that's what the capital thinks it's like uh-huh because that storyline makes sense like Katniss just like got married to PETA and then decided to give up on him and start dating Gail like yeah anyway all right so i think it's really good that katniss um stands up for what she believes in and is like no 
you're going to give PETA and the other victors immunity. And this way, it also, like, gives her an incentive to help with the rebellion. Because if they win, then she gets to be reunited with PETA. As long as he doesn't, like, die. So, you know, it, like, makes sense. It's a fair trade, I think. Also, I'm next. So, I think it's funny that Coin, President Coin, basically tells Katniss that they'll flip a coin for who kills Snow. Um, and this isn't necessarily like bonding, like they're not friends or anything, but it's good to see that they have some common ground because I feel like you need common ground if you're going to work with someone. So this is some good similarities. Mm-hmm. Now, now they have a, now they both have a, the same end goal, which is to kill presidents. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. So Cinna, it's too bad Hannah's not here, but I can't remember. This might be the last time that Cinna plays a big role. In... Oh, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. Um, but anyway, Cinna, I love him so much. Even now, he's like, he's dead, but he's still like so amazing. He has so planned ahead. And I feel like this notebook is exactly what Katniss needed to see. Because like one of the reasons that she was scared to be the Mockingjay was like her fear of like, oh, no, like I'll get more people killed. And one of her examples was about like Cinna's death and like my actions got him killed but here he is basically saying that like he chose that path and like it was okay and he wants her to do this so it, like makes her feel better about it and like more supported so and it's like good to have the advice from someone that she like trusts in a way that like isn't Hamish, you know isn't gail like it's someone else sorry no you're good because he's like a well he's dead but like he has a different perspective so i think it's really nice even the clothes are cool but i think the sort of message mm-hmm. from cena cena is even like it's even better so. yeah sorry that was like really long okay no cool. okay this is a terrible plan their plan is literally just to film a bunch of ads and then be like this is how you will end the war like no, they should just put Katniss on the front lines and let her battle rather than making her into a TV star. Mm, yeah, uh, I don't know about that. It's it's so bad. Like, okay, maybe not on the front lines, but I feel like she could be doing so much more than like standing in front of a camera and being like, Panem, we must fight against the Capitol. You know? Well, yeah, but... Also, like, she's the Mockingjay, right? So she's a source of inspiration. So I guess. Yeah, I just think that, like, she could better inspire people by, like, fighting. Yeah, true. You know, because, like, I feel like if they had PETA, PETA would be really good at doing, like. The TV stuff. TV stuff. Like, Katniss sucked at the interviews. Like, she only made it through them because of PETA. Like, Katniss was good at the game section, which was all the fighting and the killing people. So, like, I think that's what it is. I just think this is a bad plan for Katniss. Miriam just walked in and said, maybe she could do both. True, true. Thank you, Miriam. Mm-hmm. All right. So- he says you're welcome. Thank you, Miriam. With chocolate in her mouth. <laughs> um, all right. So this whole hallway scene where they're walking down to find Venia, Fulvius, and Octavia... Yeah. Oh my god, I said Fulvius. Flavius. Flavius, yeah. Flavius. It's, like, so spooky because there's, like, the guard there and then also the smell of antiseptic. Is that how you say that? I think so. Antiseptic? You know, like, that smell, like, the doctor's office smell? Like, that smell is creepy. So. I think it's antiseptic. Antiseptic. Yeah, maybe you don't say the T super loud. Antiseptic. But it just, it's spooky. Um, and like it just, yeah, it's very ominous. Um, it's like why I still can't like wrap my head around like why they would like keep them down there. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second now, won't we? Um, so first of all, I think it's cool how Katniss and Gail work together to get around the guards, the guard. Like, how they just sort of already have a plan in their mind, but they don't even have to talk to each other. It's very, like, look at us, we're BFFs, we've done this a bajillion times already, so. Yeah. And then, it ends with Venia, Octavia, and Flavius being chained to the wall in a jail. So that's not a great ending. Yeah. 
Huh. Emerson, do you have anything else to say about chapter three? Um, I guess not. All right. Then we're going to do some trivia. So basically how this is works, it's not really for points. It's just to see what you remember. We're good. Okay. So just no pressure. I'm not going to tally points. First of all, from chapter one of the Hunger Games, what herb is in the cheese that Prim gives Katniss? No, oh my god. What herb is the cheese Prim gives Katniss wrapped in in chapter one of the Hunger Games? Basil. Oh my god, you got it right. Okay. Emerson's one for one so far, guys. How many times did Gale have his name in the reaping in the first book? 43? Oh, you're one off. It was 42. Dang it. That's really close, though. Like, don't be... That was good. Um, okay, what flower reminds Katniss of Peta? That is some beautiful violin playing. It's viola. Oh. But yeah, it's my... Sister. Um. Um, a dandelion? Yeah, so it's a dandelion. We'll say you're three for three. You're basically three for three. Okay, how many siblings did Rue have? Two. Um, way more than that. Five. Oh. That's okay. How many brothers does Gail have? Four. Two. <laughs> Dang it. All right, last one. What color was the shirt of the old man who was shot in District 11? Orange. Close. Red. Oh. All right, so you got how many were there? There's one, two, three, four, five, six. You got... You got 50%. You have a 50% success rate, Emerson. Hooray. A 50% rate. Failure rate as well. You know, remembering. Yeah. Like, if you remember, that was a long time ago, though. That was, like, back in March. That first question was back in March, so. Well, I, of course I remember what herb it was. Of course. I would not have remembered. I think I would have said rosemary, but... Well, you can't really wrap cheese with rosemary. I don't know what rosemary looks like. Look it up. The leaf isn't the leaf isn't ba- like it's the basil leaves. Like you can wrap cheese in basil leaves. Okay, wait one second. Not however, wrap rosemary around cheese. Let me look images. Oh yeah, I guess it's not. That's actually the the thing that rosemary looked like. I was actually that's what I thought basil looked like. So. Wait, then what does basil look like? Basil. Okay, that makes more sense. Yep. Yep, yep. Alright. What other herbs are there? Rosemary, basil. Nope, I can't think of any others. Alright, so that was our trivia. Hooray. Listeners who've been listening for a long time, email in. Tell us if you remembered any of those that Emerson didn't get. Um... But Emerson's still our star, our star trivia champion. I should make you a prize. You should. You should bring me cookies. What are, okay, so now we're on chapter four. Summary. Oh, I'm so good. I was looking back at our first episode, like, notes, and oh my god, that summary was long. I've gotten really good at making summary short. Anyway, chapter four. Katniss helps get the prep team back back upstairs, and they go to the infirmary. Then she and Gail go outside to hunt and talk. When they get back, it is time for Coin to make the announcement. She says all of Katniss's stipulations and agrees to them, but adds that if Katniss doesn't do as she's told, um, the terms will be void. So Katniss knows she can't mess up. Yep. Okay. That was so short, sweet. I know. Literally, like that was five sentences. Like, that's a mini pair. Okay. Anyway, so this whole thing with the prep team is extremely sad because even though they aren't, like, the greatest human beings, they're still human, and it sucks that they were treated this way. Like, especially because all they did was, like, steal bread. That is dumb. 
Like, that's a dumb excuse. Well, yeah, but I guess they... Like, stealing bread is... It's it's bad in District 13. But yeah. It's not bad in the Capitol. So I think they're, like... They just have to, like, get used to quote-unquote peasant life. Like... Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's sort of like the punishment does not match the crime. Like, yeah. I don't think that this like, is the proper way to punish people like who steal bread. Like, yeah, I feel like they should have been forced to, like, help in the kitchen then or something. Not, like, been chained up. Like, getting chained up for should be, like, people who try to kill other people. Not, like, for people who steal bread. Anyway... Um, yeah, so also, I think this sort of, like, shows more of a dark side to District 13, um, that, like, they really take things seriously, and if you step out of line, like, you're in trouble, so, yeah. Yeah. All right, um, recipe alert, page 37, District 13's no-nonsense wheat dinner rolls. District 13 survives on a waste-not-want-not philosophy, which makes this... Utilit does that say utilitarian? Um, let me look. Utilitarian, yeah, utilitarian wheat roll, perfect for this district. This is literally like the most boring roll in the history of rolls, but oh well. But I feel like I would eat it. It's basically just, like, plain bread. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. And this is really gross. I've been trying not to think about, like, why the room that they were chained in has a drain. But, like, ew. Just, it's so bad. Like, you also, if you're getting, if you're stealing bread, like, being being put in jail for, like, a short amount of time is one thing. Being chained to the wall and not allowed to use the bathroom, like, that's another thing. I feel like that, like, the levels of punishment do not add up. You know? No. Yeah, like you said, they're, like, really no-nonsense or whatever. They're not not messing around. Exactly. It's just, like, immediate, like, punishment. All right. Also, so how long do you think they were in there? Mm, I don't know. Like... How long was Katniss unconscious for? I have no idea. I have no idea. But I would guess at least, like, a week. Like, it was not only, like, one day. Like, it was multiple. So, and they, like, probably landed in District 13 shortly after she woke up. So they've probably been there for a couple weeks. And if it was, um, you know... Flavius and Arctavius first, like, week kind of surviving with just, like, with a little food or whatever, like, they were probably in there for, like, about a week or something. Yeah, that's what I would guess. Um, Do you think they, like, actually, they, like, gave them food? Do you think that they fed them while they were in jail or not? Because... I mean, maybe they gave them, like, a very small amount of food, but I would assume not much said that, like, they were, like, their skin was, like, sagging and that they didn't, like, look, like, well-nourished. Yeah. And, like, coming from the capital, they would be well-nourished. So it's sort of, like, maybe they, yeah, maybe they didn't give them, like, a lot of food. All right. So I'm just going to skip that one because I already mentioned it. So do we think that Katniss's hypothesis is right about how this punishment is sort of a warning that they're all on thin ice and that coin wants to remind them that they're she's still in charge or is Katniss being overly suspicious um I think that this is coin like I I don't think that this is like I don't I think she's being maybe a little over suspicious I do think that coin like, I still think she wants to, like, 
I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Like, what am I saying? Oh my gosh. You're good. No, I lost it. <laughs> That's okay. But I, I don't know what I was, like, I guess I was just trying to say that, like, she does want to remind people that she still has, like, authority. I So I do think, like, that's partially true. But I think mainly it's just that she wants there to be, like, an order to think. She, like, like, she wants to make sure that nothing goes wrong. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Personally, I think Katniss maybe is, like, I agree with you. Maybe Katniss is being a little overly suspicious, but I definitely think that there could be some, like, reasons that their punishment was so bad, but, like, you know. Right. I mean, it could also be, like, just resent, like, her, uh, the, the uh, coin's resentment, like, towards just, like, capital people in general. Yeah. Yeah. Why, like, punishment was so harsh. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Okay, so what, like, makes me so confused is, like, they're making them go back to work literally the next day. I feel like they should have at least three days to recover, like, a week. Like, this does not seem like, okay, you were chained up for a week, and now we're like, okay, go to work the next day. Like, imagine how mentally unstable you would be. Yeah, you probably, like, wouldn't actually be capable of, like, doing your job correctly, which... Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, recipe alert, page 74. Black bean and parsnip soup. This soup is black and heated, which is exactly how Katniss feels when eating it after witnessing the torture of Flavius, Venia, and Octavia for, quote-unquote, stealing food. Yeah. Yeah. Would you eat this? I would not. Um, probably not. Like, again, I'm not, like, the biggest fan of soup and, and also that it's like associated with torture and yeah literally bad feelings like i would not want to eat that yeah and also like black beans and parsnip are not my cup of tea so all right so yay katniss and gail get to go hunting um i think this will be good for her it's familiar in the woods is a safe place where she can be herself so i think this will just be a good part of like katniss's healing process from like healing from all the crazy events that have happened to her in her life yeah i feel like the the woods going and hunting is a good form of therapy all right so also they get a lot of game like a lot so 12 animals in one and a half hours is a lot that's 90 minutes and 90 divided by 12 is 7.5 so they shot something every seven minutes and 30 seconds that is crazy. That is wow. That is literally insane. Well, okay. There, I think there could be two reasons for this. It could possibly be that there. It, sorry, I apologize for my lack of fo- ability to focus on anything <laughs> at one time. You're good. <laughs> Okay, so, um, yeah, I think it could be for two reasons. Um, number one, like, they just have, like, they, like, Katniss hasn't really hunted for a long time, so she's, like, she's, like, she, like, I guess has, like, a lot of, like, a lot of time to make up for, I guess. Like, yeah. She's just, like, super motivated, like, I haven't hunted in forever. Like, yeah. Can't wait. And then so she shoots a bunch of animals. Um, or like it's a part that they haven't been to before. So there's like so the animals are like less um spread out and like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. They're also like less wary of them like they're less yeah easily scared so less just, aware of hunters yeah i just still think that like every seven and a half minutes is crazy yeah all right so gail is just like suddenly very angry about the whole like katniss cares about the prep team thing and i just like this sort of ticks me off because it's like just like let katniss 
feel bad about them. Like, feel bad for them. Like, she can care for them if she wants. Um, and, like, I hate that Gail sort of, like, is, like, shaming her for for feeling bad for them. And, like, this is just the reason I don't like Gail. He's, like, very controlling. And it sort of seems like he won't see it from her point of view and, like, maybe try to understand why she still feels some sort of protectiveness over them. Right. Like, I mean, I guess whatever resentment towards the capital, stuff like that. But also, like, Katniss, they were Flavius, Octavia, and Vinia were there for Katniss when, like, she was with the game. They were kind of, like, her allies, even though they weren't actually, like, in the arena with her or anything. Yeah. They were still... They were still part of the team that supported her. Exactly. Yeah, so, like... Yeah, they were still they were still part of the team that, that supported her, so she she should have the right to care about them. Exactly. That's what I that's basically you just perfectly summed up what what I was thinking. Yeah. You're welcome. Um anyway, so Gracie Say made it to District 13. It's um nice to know that she is not dead. Um, and it's good that there are, like, still some familiar faces for Katniss to be, like, friends with. And just, like, have casual conversation with so it, like, makes her life seem a little more normal. Yeah. Like, a lot of them died, you know? Like, Madge is gone. So sad. What, that Peacekeeper guy, Darius, is an Avox. Like, Cre- like what What was the Cray, like, that Peacekeeper guy? Like, she didn't like him very much, but he's he's gone. You know, just, like, a lot of people that she knows like, Peta is not there anymore. She's just, like, losing a lot. Like, we don't know where Hamish went. Hamish has just, like, disappeared. So it's just sort of good for her to still have some familiar faces to just try to make life seem normal. Again, the, like, Fla- the Flavius, Vinia, Octavia thing. Like, they're, they're people who Katniss saw often when she was away from her friends and family, so... Exactly. Like they are sort of a they're a sort of comfort for her. Yeah, even just like their, I guess yeah, like their familiar faces, like exactly, is comforting to Katniss. So why Gail would be upset, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, recipe alert, page seventy three. Wild dog. Wait, wild dog optional. Port and pork and rhubarb stew. We really get to know Greasy Say when we're told that she can make a wild dog in rhubarb stew. This imaginative dish displays her ability to use anything she can in a meal. Greasy Say is a survivor who is able to fit in anywhere. That said, it's likely that her stews would be more stews would be more than palatable if she used pork instead of wild dog. Would you eat this stew, the pork and the pork and rhubarb stew? No. Yeah, I don't... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Would you eat just a rhubarb stew? Um, maybe. I like rhubarb, okay? I've also never had rhubarb. I prefer strawberry rhubarb mojito. Oh, interesting. Mojito. Summer. Yeah, mojito. Uh, we usually, um, have... We make, like, um, kid-friendly mojitos. Mojito. Mojito. Nice. In the summer. Uh, because we have rhubarb plants in our backyard. Oh, that's fun. They're very refreshing. Nice. Yeah, for us, I mean, I've actually, I don't know if I've ever eaten rhubarb before. Didn't, if it, if I did, I, it didn't leave a big impression on me. Um, But, like, I don't know, I'd be open to trying this, but I would not immediately be like, oh, yes, I'm going to love this. So, yeah. Okay, so... Um, Finnick, there's just a section where Katniss talks to Finnick, and, like, she has this whole hot conversation with him, and I just, like, feel so bad for him, and it's, there's just something off-putting about the whole conversation, and so Suzanne Collins' writing is so good that I can just feel the difference between, like, old cocky Finnick, Finnick from Catching Fire when she first talks to him, and he's like, hey, Katniss, like, do you have any secrets, versus, like, this new, more, like, 
reserved, traumatized, like quiet Finnick in like just a few sentences. And he just gives off like a totally different vibe. He doesn't seem as confident in himself anymore. He doesn't seem like very present. Like, and he just, it's like so crazy how her writing can make such a big difference in a character, like in such subtle ways. Mm-hmm. So it's just really, I know if you, you haven't gotten to that part, Emerson, but like just the way that he speaks, it like just feels different. And it's just interesting. So, yeah. Well, maybe I'll try and go back and like listen for um, those differences. Yeah. I don't know. It's just sort of like something about it. It just, I don't know. It was just something I pay attention to Finnick a lot because I find him to be like one of the most interesting characters in the series. So he, like, yeah, he is, uh, he's like even before this, which I, like I said, I didn't quite finish the fourth chapter, but like he's already such a complex character. Yeah. And that's why I just like, I love him so much. Joanna and Finnick have just, they have so much potential to be, like, really, really interesting side characters, so. And you'll see. We're gonna, Joanna hasn't quite peaked in interest yet, but she also becomes an extremely complex and, like, interesting character, so get ready for that. Um, yeah, Annie Cresta, we still haven't actually met her yet, but it's nice to know that Katniss is including her, because it would be, like, really depressing if then they, like, Katniss just forgot about her, and then it was like, oh, like, sorry, Annie hasn't so um yeah and then coin ends with this like little thing blah 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 Katniss better do what she's told and so like now Katniss is just under a lot of pressure to perform um and I think this is just another way of coins of coin saying like I'm still in control like you might think oh like I don't know like it's just like I'm still in control. I'm still the leader of District 13. Like, don't overstep your boundaries. So, it just it ends on a like slightly ominous, dark, like Katniss, like watch out note. So, yeah, that's chapter four. Um, Emerson, do you have anything else to say about chapter four? Um, well, I was gonna say that about the last comment there, that Katniss, like, she probably won't perform as well under all of this pressure as she probably could without the pressure that she has so i'm a little worried just gonna say (laughs) what do you think's gonna happen i don't know but she she'll probably just like slip up or something like not like not like break the rules or whatever but like she'll have a difficult time like doing one of the recordings and like nobody can understand why and she's like it's just too much pressure yeah fair enough i could see that happening i feel like katniss is that kind of character where she's just like yeah anyway so now we have our quote um this one is from plutarch heavensby it's and look how moral you two are virtually incorruptible and he says this to gail and katniss so this sparks the debate are Katniss and Gale moral or not? Could they be corrupted? What is your opinion, Emerson, starting off? Mm, they're definitely not. Not moral? Well, yes. I think because, like, Katniss, like, basically, like, one of the things that she has on her mind the most is, like, killing president snow yeah and like if she were avatar or if she were katara from avatar like yes yes would it be yeah spoiler alert (laughs) (laughs) for those of you who haven't finished avatar uh if she were katara and she were like she did have morals like she would be concerned with bringing him to justice in a way that wouldn't end with his death. And Gale is not moral because he's just kind of selfish. Yeah. And doesn't consider other people's feelings. Interesting. I like that um, thing. So I pulled up the definition. Google Dictionary defines moral as... Um, 
concerned with the principles of right and wrong behavior and the goodness or badness of the human character. Or, as a second definition, holding or manifesting high principles for proper conduct. So what... Oh, all right, there's more. That's as an adjective. As a noun, it's... Oh, no, but we want it as an adjective because it's just... All right, so it seems here that Google sort of defines moral as, like, what you think to be right. And it's, like, more of a... It's a concept in the sense that there isn't a specific, like, idea for what it is. So I feel like there could definitely be an argument made that they are moral because Katniss definitely more than Gail. But, I mean, like, Katniss... She's, I guess you could argue that she's moral because she wants to kill President Snow who killed millions of people. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Well, yeah. Um, I think that, like, oh, my brain. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I think that, like, maybe... Katniss considers herself moral. Maybe Gail considers himself moral, but I don't consider them moral. Fair enough. Okay, listeners, email in. Otherwise, I'm going to make this our poll of the week. Do you think Gail and Katniss are moral? Um, yeah. You didn't? Do you have anything else to add, Emerson? Um, yes. We stayed fairly on task today. Like, I'm we, impressed with us. Yes. We are very, very good. All right. Um, so that finishes off today's episode of Capital Chatter. And remember. Panem today. Panem tomorrow. Panem forever. To learn more about Capital Chatter, visit our website. If you've thoughts about what we discussed this week, email us at capital.chatter.pod at gmail.com, all lowercase. If you're enjoying our podcast, leave us a rating. Thanks!